Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Calvin Sports 2.0.1. So we're going to add on this little bit extra uh, to talk about, we're all, we're all locked down pretty much everywhere. Um, some of us more than others. However, uh, we want to give you something like that, well, a little bit of a hint or a little bit of a gift, something from all of us. Uh, and what I want to bring up, uh, sports movies and sports documentary films that can pass the time. So we're going to give you around, I'd say, between eight and ten or even more. So uh, pens and pen, pens and paper at the ready, and uh, we're going to start off. We're going to start off uh, in reverse order. Well, actually, it's kind of first order with Alex, because Alex comes before Andrew, and then we go to Esau Cody. So everyone's still waiting in line. So Alex... What have you got to offer for a sports movie and a sports documentary that everyone, everyone should watch? Um, a sports movie that I recently saw uh, that I'd like to recommend for everybody is called Here Comes the Boom with Kevin James. So it's about a teacher who, um, in a school, the music program is shutting down because of downsizing. So he tries to make that money by fighting in the early UFC. And it's a, it's a, it's a heck of a film. I can guarantee you that. Is it funny? Oh yeah, it's, it's not much of a documentary, but is is it realistic or very? Is it realistic? Uh, I I would say it's quite realistic for for a Kevin James comedy. Yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. And yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like one of these early like and you know those like American comedies from like 2011, like you know it's that kind of like that kind of thing. So it's absolutely ridiculous, but at the same time, so it's a good watch. Okay, so that's, that's kind of light heart of something we need. What would you recommend for a, a documentary on sports? For a documentary, uh, for all basketball fans out there, Iverson. It's the best documentary I've seen on a player ever. It's about Allen Iverson. It's about how he, how good he was because in the, because when he played, he was like one of the shortest people in the league. And he was just carrying his team to – he just had historic runs with the Philadelphia 76ers. So it's just – it's a great movie about one of the lesser-known sort of stars in the NBA. Is that on Netflix as well? I uh, I hope so. I don't know. Netflix was part of the part of the deal here. Okay. All right. Thanks for that, uh, Andrew. Uh, you, sports movie and a sports documentary. Um, there actually are a lot of good sports films um, in this period, like most people. But I would pick um, Forty Two uh, about Jackie Robinson. Baseball's a sport I know absolutely nothing about, and um, it's the story of how the first black player was brought into the into Major League Baseball, and it's it, it's a very it's a very realistic film about the social impact it had at the time. And I know there are a few films that deal with the the issue of race in the earlier parts of the 20th century, but I just thought it was very. It was very moving because you had Harrison Ford as a, a, a franchise owner and he's got the profile in the film as the typically set-in-his-ways white man who is already completely converted in his mind. He's not just thinking of the financial gain. It's a, not just a novelty. He actually showed he cared. Now, whether that's realistic to true life or not, I don't know. But just as a story in itself, it has... It, real impact and I thought it was a very uplifting story so 42 would be my recommendation okay there was a, there was an older movie called the Jackie Robinson story as well which again I watched many many years ago it's very mm. as well so it's a good evening black and white um, and I think that that's on Netflix as well I believe uh, yes it is yeah okay yeah okay documentary 
Um, documentary, I, honestly, one of my absolute favourites that I've seen um, is, is a series, again, it's on Netflix as well, called Losers. And it's absolutely fascinating collection of is eight different stories from completely different sports where sportsmen have either, and sportswomen have either succeeded, then failed, or they've been prevented from achieving their full potential. Um, you've got stories from boxing, from 1980s English football, from ice skating, from curling. Um, it's absolutely fascinating. And they go into real, real detail. And it's a mixture of dramatization and tons of original interviews. So it's a genuinely fascinating collection of stories. Okay. I've seen the one for Torquay United. Yes. One episode was, that was what I noticed. That was the advert I saw about there. And it was 1987 when a dog bits the captain's leg and it helped pause play and it it led little events, helped them escape relegation. Um, But stunning stories. The, the Michael ben, Bent one I know was very very good the boxer because like his backstory <laughs> and the whole lot was very very again emotional as well so okay um, Isolt a sports movie for you I am um, okay so this ties in with a, a book I'm currently reading you're not going to see how initially The Journeyman with Paddy Considine it's actually about it's obviously a boxing story um, it's fictional and it's about basically post boxing career having sustained a bad head injury how his life is affected. And the reason it ties in with the Michael Bisping book I'm reading at the moment is that Michael Bisping describes watching the film on a flight, seeing what the char- this fictional character was going through post a bad head injury and going, that's my decision made, I'm retiring. And it's a very interesting look. I suppose we don't look at post-career boxers as much. Everyone glorifies them. So I really enjoyed it. I think it's very true to life. He had a lot of influence from Andy Lee and he, his character is a middleweight boxer. So it, it's a really enjoyable you get into the storyline and it's good in terms of, I think it's on Amazon, but it's well worth finding. Otherwise, Iverson, love it. Watch yeah. it consistently. Alex, Alex is smiling. Okay, documentary film. Okay, Iverson, of course, well, you mentioned this. Yeah. What, what, what would you recommend as a documentary? Um, if you're looking for a series and you have lots of time to binge on Netflix, do season one and two of either Drive to Survive or Sunderland Till I Die. Oh, God. And I- might actually die while watching it because I'm watching the fans going, these people can't support sports. Like, why? What is but <coughs> the other thing I will recommend to any sports fan to do, I'm sure everyone has seen this, has seen both of them, Icarus and Stop at Nothing, the Lance Armstrong story and the doping story. Watch the two back to back. It is worth doing. So watch Lance first and then watch Icarus and then just go, okay. It's a really... <laughs> It's just brilliant. I've done it a few times. That's how I spend my Saturday nights. Don't watch Sunderland till I die. Like I've started, I think I might need to support Sunderland. It, it was just, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking and the fans, and just some people in that you, you like, some people you don't like, but, but it's, it's very, very difficult. It's completely dysfunctional as a, I mean, there's lots of great sports movies, like say, you know, from Rudy, Escape to Victory, that are uplifting, make you feel good. One that I like because each time I, I've watched it now a few times and I still kind of wait till the end to see is it going to come off. And it's a kind of, it's, it's a pure propaganda piece. Pure, and um, you know, if, if Kevin James is a propaganda for UFC, this one is propaganda for the NFL. Draft Day with Kevin Costner. It is... Oh. Uh-huh. I know, it's, it's 
great because you're kind of watching it kind of going how is he go-? like it, it the very very start of it is like of course it's the day of the nfl draft which is actually quite appropriate now because now they're still talking that's the main thing in u.s sports news to draft to draft to draft uh after going to get well one the the louisiana quarterback and so on and so forth but anyway well what's going to happen so he's with the cleveland browns of course cleveland is our catchword yeah right. <laughs> So basically, the whole thing is how he's going to draft good players, and and it just it's, it's it's a great journey. It's kind of there's a romance beside it. There's like a family tragedy. There's a city tragedy. So then when you talk about like Sunderland till I die, that's that's what it's uh, so draft day without a doubt, it's a great one. Um, Costner just works well. It's a propaganda piece for NFL, but super uh, documentary. You know, I'm a big document fan. The 30 for 30 series on ESPN is just unbelievably good. Sometimes, like, say, the one press pause about Marion Jones was so badly done, as in they didn't ask any questions. They didn't ask questions like, very dumb. but anyway, uh, the one that I recommend, because it's when I watched it, I actually began to believe cycling could be clean. And it's called Clean Spirit. Yeah, I, I see Isla just covered her face. Clean Spirit, it's, it's basically, it's, it, it's, um, it's all about Marcel Kittel and his team. And it's, it's, it's basically following a team through the year and what happens. And Marcel uh, uh, Kittel is a great sprinter, of course. And, it's all, and they've got John Degen called. It's, it's, it's just that it was with the, the team. Somewhere about Al- Alpecin, sorry. So basically, it's it's what goes on behind the scenes, how they're preparing for the season, how they're doing this clean, no drugs, no nothing like this. And and this is what they're kind to say. And uh, it, it's kind of also then there's one with, um, how to say, with Mark Cavendish, the, the famous British sprint, sprinter, and how he cheated to knock down the player. But anyway, another cyclist. But uh, Clean Spirit. Has anyone seen that? No. No, it's not. You, you, you've seen these No, Team Movie, Movie Star have their documentary out on Netflix. Yes. You just remind me of that. I saw the That's first episode. I saw the first episode. And again, we're looking at kind of like, they don't ask about mm-hmm. doping, but there's all these doping guys working with them and riding for them. I was like, um, I just, I want to ask Alex, draft day, that's one of your favourites or not? Uh, no, no, I haven't actually seen it. I've seen some of the posters, and it just looked preposterous. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's, that's why. That's why I reacted when you said the when you said the name. It's, it's look. It's not Space Jam. It is a bit. A bit uh, hey yeah, now. It, it didn't look Space Jammy at all. Space Jam. It does kind of look like. Exactly. Hold on. You agree with Alex? Space Jam. I'm sorry. What was wrong with it? Did Michael Jordan? A whole load of aliens and half the characters you. from like your childhood cartoons. Perfect. Uh, well, actually, when I initially talked about this movie, I didn't really have good things to say because <laughs> yeah. when I watched it, I didn't watch it as a child. I saw it at a pretty, I don't know, at like an older age, so to speak. So when I saw <laughs> it, I was like, yeah, what is, what is there to enjoy? You got people like Muggsy Bogues and Barkley playing I don't, villains. I don't want to shatter any. I don't want to shatter any illusions, but I wasn't a child when I saw it, and I saw it when it came out. Okay, but so I'm not like, there going. the problem that I had was that they had actual players playing like these antagonists and got easily destroyed by Michael Jordan by himself. And there was guys like Charles Barkley who were contenders at the time. 
So I don't know why they would sign up to do anything like that because Charles Barkley is actually one of his biggest rivals. You took a very serious look at Space Jam. I did, I did. <laughs> All right. Now, I know, I know for, for, for the next show, Alex, uh, you're going to come back with like Space Jam summary uh, and a critique. <laughs> Look, but, but Space Jam 2, though, with LeBron James, <laughs> that's I'm actually looking forward to. You're going to have Kevin Durant, you're going to have Derek Rose, you're going to have all these new guys, and I cannot wait. And we're even going to have some WNBA players. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's a, okay. Um, wrapping up of, of the other, the ones like if, if you'd say there's one like movie to stay away from in sports, what would it be, Alex? One movie to stay away from in sports. Um, uh, can you ask somebody else that? Well, I think. Okay, uh, I'll go straight to Andrew Flint because he hasn't been on for a while. So, Andrew, one movie, a sports movie, people should not watch. Please forgive me for my sins, but I'm going to say Goal the trilogy. I mean. It was fun while it was a novelty, but then watching it back, it, it, I've never known such... I mean, it's difficult to capture football well on film, but my God, they take it to a whole new level. It is, it is just an utterly appalling, appallingly done film. I, like, I mean, I liked the first one, but then by the second, third one, I was thinking, no, that's just like... Well, the third one, one was the weirdest one ever, when his teammates had that, that, that storyline where they were paid to be in some slightly dodgy Eastern European film or something, and he ended up on the set of what looked like some sort of a porno. I was like, hold on a minute, what the hell has this got to do with Santiago Munoz? I mean, <laughs> it just got so, so weird. It's scary you remember his name. Well... <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to dig myself out of this hole. I did like it for one point, and then when I actually started watching and thinking, what have I actually watched? And then I realised, yeah, this is not good. I'm all against illegal immigration, because that's what he, he did, like, you know, he should have been... How how did he get a... Uh, anyway, how did he get a visa to England in the one... Uh, like by the quota, it doesn't work like that, but anyway, all right. Uh, Isos, what sports movie should we avoid? Do we consider Bended Like Beckham's sports movie? Because David... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All I can think of now is all the really dodgy films I've watched that I keep seeing coming up. Um, Million Dollar Baby, I really hate. Won an Oscar and it's like a sports film, but I hate it. Uh, Bent like Beckham, The Blind Side. I didn't like it. I just didn't like Sandra Bullock in it because all I could see was her and Miss Congeniality. And that ruined it for me. But like, yeah. I was like, I was fixated on that and everyone's going, oh, it's great. It's such a good like, representation of everything. And I'm going... She's about to play with a group of like, glasses and make noise out of them, so no. So I'd like to talk about a sort of a lesser known boxing film uh, called Rocky. And, uh, <laughs> oh no! It is one of the most inaccurate portrayals of the boxing scenario, of like the boxing picture I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> so first of all, what interest does Apollo Creed really have in fighting Rocky when he's a champion? And he's, he's, a, he's a champ. He's a champ. And Rocky is just, you know, he's, nobody knows who he is. And after that, when he does lose, first of all, that is not, a, like, t just taking up punches so your opponent gets worn out is not a legitimate strategy, especially when you're taking him to the face. It worked for me. So, <laughs> and, and, and in your boxing expertise or the movie? In works. my career. I, I did, yeah? Yeah, I was okay when people, like, look at my nose, look at my... I was happy to be punched hard enough, often enough, and then all of a sudden people's hands got tired, and they gave up. All right, I, I take that back. Then I take that. Back. <laughs> I know, I looks, looks like it's actually a. It turns out it's a realistic uh, strategy for for boxers to win. So big up to whoever made that. It's it Sylvester Stallone. Simpson. 
It worked for Homer Simpson. It exactly. did work for and it worked for Kevin James. And here comes the boom. <laughs> All right. Uh, Issa, do you agree with him on Rocky? <clears throat> I, would con- I would confine some of the Rocky films to that. Uh, however, Creed 2, if we're considering that part of the Rocky franchise, fantastic. Should have won an Oscar. Uh, um, well, the thing about Creed 2 is that it exactly <laughs> followed the paradigm of Rocky 3. Because we had this one huge guy that just training while the while the protagonist is sort of just screwing around, messing around, getting married to his wife, and um, <laughs> then then the big guy comes in, then the big guy comes in who's been training this whole time and beats him up, and then guess what? Uh, this the protagonist goes back, gets back the respect of all his friends and his coach, and then trains, trains, and then beats the. But like he trained, he trained in the desert, and then you know he had like the American flag. Of course, he was going yeah, to train. Yeah, but Rocky, but Rocky trained in Siberia, and he had the. Well, I'm actually comparing him to Mr. T here because Mr. T sort of had the same thing as Ivan Drago's son going on, and then and then when he lost, he was like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna. I don't know. I don't know what sort of um, what changes he made to his lifestyle after after he lost. He was just sort of more happy to live life, I guess. That was kind of his whole thing. But but there's this whole like picture that they painted that the Rockies have this generational hatred with the Dragos and like all that. I don't know. I don't really like that too much. I would have thought it was with with the amount of uh, drugs being pumped into the system, it would have been hard for uh, Ivan Dragon to have a child. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that too, that too. That's that's that's, that's what was my taking. I didn't see Creed one or two, but I have to say, Rocky Creed one is good. Creed one, Creed one, I loved. But Rocky four for me is awesome. It, it just is like, it's no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alex. I know, but I'm sorry. I, like for me, it's like it was everything in the '80s for a kid to kind of go, yeah. Because we had Red Heat with Arnold Schwarzenegger. We had Red oh. with I don't know who it was with a tank and so. Or no, with um, Dolph Lundgren. We had something else about it. It was so basically. Uh, how do you say it was good fun it was very very good fun but Rocky 4 for me was like I will break you or whatever it was he said I must break you and then like if he dies he dies like all these like catchphrases you know fed into every type of film of that era of course all you need to do is give them guns and you had another film in the making like it was the exact same kind of idea I got yeah. I got a feeling you guys are gonna shout at me right now I have no idea what you're talking about when you say Creed One and Creed Two? What 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 is that? Movies. <laughs> it's okay. Are you, you're on lockdown. There is loads of time. You just need to start downloading them now. <laughs> okay, I will before the next one because I've got a feeling I'm not going to get a happy you sort if I don't. I will. I There's promise. going to be a quiz. <laughs> okay. So, I will. I promise. Listen, we're going to leave. We're going to leave it there right now. So uh, there's lots of movies to watch and not to watch. Lots of documentaries to watch. And again, this is a perfect time. Even on YouTube, there's a lot of good documentaries there. From even from American football, from basketball, a lot of a lot of materials and resources that you can actually spend some good time. And again, if you can see that Clean Spirit one as a cycling documentary, it's on Netflix. It's really, really worth a watch. You, you have to kind of suspend your belief. It's kind of like living with Team Sky and think, oh, it's all clean. Not, but anyway, right, uh, I'll start off in reverse order this time. So, Isol, thank you very much for this uh, extra time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a lovely uh, week to you all.
Perfect. Andrew Flynn, thank you very much. We'll talk to you very soon. Great to chat to you guys. I'm educated now. <laughs> Alex B, thank you very, very much yet again. Thank all of you for having me. It's been great talking to you. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. So we're going to go away. Uh, you have our recommendations of what to watch, what to enjoy, and we'll talk to you again very soon on some more Capital Sports. No hesitating, we were going to die